You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. Welcome to another episode of The Forefront Radio. Today we're going to take a closer look at the dark reality of mining in Democratic Republic of Congo. Specifically, we'll explore the extraction of coltan and cobalt, essential minerals used in car and phone batteries that exploit the region's resources while having devastated consequences for its people. Tune in to The Forefront Radio www.anchor.fm slash the forefront listen every week on spotify on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms the mining industry in congo is notorious for its environmental destruction human rights violations and widespread exploitation companies from around the world driven by the insatiable demand for technology have been involved in these practices. One of the key players is China, America, Japan, and many other countries that use cobalt for their resources. They try to find benefits for extracting these things and exporting these things across the world. We at The Forefront Radio will bring you insightful information that will help you to realize that these practices are unethical and these practices must come to an end. They have to stop the global slavery that is occurring on this earth or the consequences can be devastating for themselves as well as their future descendants. People of the earth will not stand idly by and watch families, communities be abused. Everyone, everyone listening to us right now uh, cannot function for 24 hours without cobalt Roughly three-fourths of the world's supply comes from the Congo, and it's mined in conditions that are like the colonial times, where the people of Africa are reduced uh, to brute labor. Uh, Their lives are not valued, their labor is not valued, their humanity is not valued, and that's the reality uh, that exists at the bottom of cobalt supply chains. Consumer-facing tech and EV companies will have you believe that all of their cobalt supply in their batteries for their gadgets and cars comes only from these industrial mines. Industrial means what it sounds like. Uh, Heavy machinery, excavators digging and gouging at the earth. Uh, What's happened there is uh, not sustainable at all in terms of industrial activity. Millions of trees clear cut, massive destruction and contamination of the environment. Now, alongside that, and the reality is inside of these industrial operations, there are hundreds of thousands of people, including tens of thousands of children who dig by hand. Now, the quaint term given to them is artisanal mining, and that makes you think that they're walking around baking bread or doing work in pleasing conditions, but nothing could be further from the truth. Artisanal mining means these tens of thousands of children, hundreds of thousands of people, scrounging at the ground with pickaxes, shovels, stretches of rebar, or their bare hands to pull cobalt out of the ground and feed it up the chain. Many of these people are digging inside industrial mines 
And outside of the Congo, tech and EV companies will have you believe that that does not happen, but the truth on the ground is very different. They also dig all around the countryside because cobalt is everywhere. There are more reserves of cobalt in that part of the Congo than the rest of the planet combined. So the local population has been displaced by enormous mining operations. The biggest one in that part of the Congo is the size of London, where I'm sitting right now. So imagine a London-sized swath of countryside that's been completely gouged, destroyed, clear-cut, and contaminated in this scramble to get cobalt out of the ground and up the chain. And imagine the hundreds of thousands of people who used to live in that territory, forcibly displaced, now without home, without a way to live, and all they can do is scramble back into that ground, try to dig some cobalt out of the earth, and feed it up the chain for a dollar or two a day. When I wake up every morning, I feel terrible knowing I have to come back here again. When I'm working here, I'm suffering. My mother, she's already dead, and I have to work all day, and my head hurts me. If I am lucky, I make some money, and I buy food for the kids. But if I don't, they go to sleep hungry. We collect dirt. The kids help by packing it up and washing it. They also sort through it, looking for minerals. It's not a good life for children. We just don't have any other options. And these are the big names we're all familiar with. Apple, Tesla, Google, Microsoft, Samsung. I mean, you can go down the list. They all buy some, most, or all of their cobalt from the Congo because there's no other cobalt to buy, quite frankly. But the truth, the truth that the Congolese people have to share is completely different. They are at the bottom of the supply chain with no alternative but to eke out this base, scrounging, hazardous, miserable existence for a dollar or two a day, feeding cobalt up the chain to these behemoth tech and EV companies. These people have been displaced and pushed to a cliff's edge. If they want to eat, they have to put their lives at risk to dig cobalt out of the ground. And it's part of the scramble. Well, if you have hundreds of thousands of grindingly poor people, there, digging it out of the ground, it's a penny wage way of boosting production to try and meet demand. And your listeners and viewers should understand, cobalt is toxic. It's toxic to touch, it's toxic to breathe. So I have seen thousands of women with babies strapped to their backs inhaling toxic cobalt dust day in and day out, 10-year-old children caked in toxic filth, exposing themselves to toxic cobalt, and the ore that these children are digging that has cobalt in it often has traces of radioactive uranium. So the public health catastrophe on top of the human rights violence, on top of the environmental destruction is unlike anything we've ever seen in the modern context. And the fact that it is linked to companies worth trillions and that our lives depend on this enormous violence has to be dealt with. Planning processes to extract coal tan and cobalt have drastic environmental consequences. They involve stripping vast areas of land, leading to deforestation, erosion, and the contamination of water, sources with toxic chemicals. These environmental impacts pose long-term risks, not only to the local communities, but also for global diversity. What does that mean? That basically means increased in solar activity, decrease in oxygen and CO2 levels across the earth.
Another grim aspect of mining in Congo is the exploitation of its people, particularly through child labor. The demand for cheap labor has fueled the usage of underage workers, underage children in hazardous conditions. These children, often working for little to no pay, little to no pay, little to no pay. That's slavery, y'all. That is slavery, y'all. Little to no pay. Risk their health and safety while being denied their right to education and a normal childhood. This exploitation is not new. To understand the historical context for uh, this, we must address the legacy of Belgian colonization. During King Leopold II's rule, rule on the earth, millions of Congolese people were subjected to unimaginable abuse and forced labor, resulting in immeasurable suffering and death. The scars of that era are still evident in the socio-economic and political landscape of the Congo today. It's important to acknowledge that efforts are being made to address these issues. Organizations like Amnesty International and Global Witness have been advocating for responsible mining practices, transparency, and the end of child labor in the Congolese mining sector. Likewise, some technology companies are making steps towards more ethical sources of minerals, although progress is slow. What do I mean by that? 70% of the world's cobalt and coltane come from the Congo. To truly combat this great evil of mining in the Congo, it requires a collective effort. Raising awareness, advocating for stricter regulations, and supporting initiatives that prioritize the rights and well-being of the Congolese people is crucial. That's all for today's episode of The Forefront Radio. We hope that by shedding light on the dark side of mining in Congo, we can inspire change and prompt listeners to address these issues and consider the real cost of the devices you hold so dear. Thank you for listening. If this podcast was influential for you, please uh, donate to our Cash App. Also, please do share this information with your friends and family. Thank you for listening to The Forefront Radio, where the truth does not fear investigation. Tune in to The Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash The Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms.